Blessed be the Holy Trinity, one God. Amen. What just happened? That may be the way we're feeling about this past year. What just happened? Even as we live into some kind of new normalcy, we are only beginning to grasp the recovery and the need for healing ahead of us. We always carry memories of trauma and stress and loss in our bodies, and we'll be dealing with them for years to come. What just happened? That's how participants felt in a workshop called Embodied Holiness. The leader wanted the participants to do more than just talk about a scripture verse. They were to make a bodily tableau of it. You could see the resistance on the faces of the people as they got that assignment. And I would have been one of the folks who headed right for the door for a coffee break at that moment. One group, made up of all women, had the verse, blessed are those who mourn. One woman named Mary offered to just lie dead on the ground so she didn't have to do anything. Another woman cradled Mary's head in her lap. Two others knelt beside her, and two others stood over them, making a kind of cathedral over the wood woman's body. Then the group of women held this pose, like leaning over the body of a dead loved one, full of love and sorrow like those leaning over the body of someone dying of COVID, or those draped over the body of George Floyd last spring. And then, and then a sob rose right out of the midst of the group. No one could tell if it was planned or if it was real. And everyone was still as a grave. Then the body of Mary on the floor began to heave, and the other women bent over her, and another one began to weep, and still another one let out a small yelp until the whole tableau was heaving over the body of the dead woman, Mary, who had somehow come to life. What just happened, everyone wondered. What did it mean? Who knows? But everyone sensed that the spirit was there in the body, in the flesh, and no one who saw it will ever forget it. In the decades following Jesus' death, the faithful began to wonder, what just happened? What does this death mean? Just days ago, last Sunday, we heard Mark's account of the Passion, in which Jesus dies abandoned. Now we heard John's version from several decades later, in which Jesus is like a king reigning from the cross. His final words, it is finished. His death, victory. Some of you are 
as old as I am, old enough to remember the ABC program Wide World of Sports that aired for nearly four decades. Each week began with a melodramatic introduction that has become like a national catchphrase. I'm sure you can think of it. The thrill of victory, the agony of defeat, a downhill skier hurtling through a heart-rending crash, the picture of the agony of defeat. Now, no one wants to lose. Everyone wants to be a winner, whether at a game, getting first chair in the orchestra, as I saw when I was younger, or getting a certain threshold of hits online. It's all about being the best, proving ourselves, convincing ourselves that we are lovable and that our lives have meaning. But until we realize that life is filled with loss, with heartache, with things we can't control, like a pandemic, with letting go, these defeats, these unbearable sorrows are what make us human define who we are, give us character, and open our hearts. What happened on Good Friday? What does it mean for centuries composers, poets, theologians, artists, writers, and preachers have tried to express the meaning of this day, of Jesus' death, in a million different ways, with words and without? In John's Gospel, Jesus' death is glory. St. Paul adds that we should boast in the cross of Christ. The, Christ. the cross is our glory. And from the cross streams resurrection, healing, new life. Lifted high on the cross, Jesus draws all people to himself, all the people of this earth in all their wonderful diversity. Christ draws to himself our sorrows, our losses, our heartaches, and yes, our hopes and dreams for a better world. No wonder the mood of Good Friday is a bit different than last Sunday. No wonder we lift high the cross. No wonder we celebrate the triumph of the cross this day. No wonder there's even a hint of Easter at the end. When we look back, the most painful, difficult, sorrowful times of our lives. There are no words. What happened, we ask? We would have never chosen this suffering, but deep in our very being, we know that God was there in our flesh, in our bodies, in our anguish, our tears, our loss. So dear people of God, this night, whether at home or in this space, we offer reverence to the cross. If you're at home, you could take a cross in your hand or hold it or even kiss it. Here present, we will use our bodies, offering a deep bow to the cross if not for the pandemic. As it has been done for centuries, some of us would come forward and maybe touch the cross, or as the faithful have done for centuries, to kiss it. 
In this most ancient ritual, there are no words. It's about Jesus and his death, but it's also about our deep losses and the vast suffering in our worlds. Maybe all we can hope is that the Spirit is here tonight in the flesh. What is happening? We can only hope that the cross will be for us, healing and resurrection. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit.